0: this edition of Kiwi Tripsters, we hit the road to take a fresh look at mighty Manawatu. From the fun of fielding and the art eats and beats of palmy to this spectacular array of outdoorsy pursuits across the scenic countryside. Welcome to Manawatu. Welcome back to Kiwi Tripsters. Buckle up and take off to spectacular destinations as we continue our journey and share the inside word on all things travel. Whether it's luxury travel or backpacking on a budget, whether it's cruising or foodie trips, we've got you covered with top tips and tricks so you can have an amazing travel experience. And
1: now, over to your hosts, Mike Yardley and Chris Lynch. Welcome aboard Kiwi Tripsters, I'm Chris Lynch. I'm Mike Yardley, good to be with you. Nice to see you Mike. And Manawatu's Big Backyard takes centre stage on this edition. It's a region that for whatever reason appears to be underrated, Mike, but you're here to overrate it. It really is underrated.
0: I think a big misnomer is people think Manawatū is pancake flat, but you only have to gaze at the eastern horizon to see that dragon-like spine of the Tararua and the Ruahine Ranges to realise that The terrain is very diverse with all sorts of hidden treasures lurking away in the tucks and folds of the hinterland.
1: Nice. Now let's start with Fielding. And why is Friday the day to visit this town, Michael? Well, any day is a good day to dive into the flower-filled streets of
0: Fielding. But on a Friday, it's Market Day with the largest operating sale yards in the Southern Hemisphere. Um, And also, uh, the Farmers Market in Manchester Square is held on a Friday uh, this roars into life with such artisan verb. There are so many gorgeous stores. You can get your fromage from the Cartwheel Creamery, amazing sausages from Foxton's Foxy Bangers. The pork and apple ones are particularly good. But this, this farmer's market in Fielding has routinely been judged the nation's
1: best. So get amongst it on a Friday. And you've tried your hand at some art. I I never thought of you as an artist. Are you talking about the thing that you're just about to show me again? Oh, right, your your t shirt. I'm very proud of this. So, what I did in Fielding is I went and saw Joe McMenamin, and he has got a
0: fantastic art studio uh, in Ferguson Street in the heart of Fielding. And Joe was previously a teacher, an art teacher, before stepping away to become a full time artist with his own studio. And he does the most amazing work, particularly with painting, drawing, um, dyes, and printmaking. So I joined Joe for a hands-on session screen printing my own T-shirt. And he guided me through the whole process. I had to select a design, the image, what sort of font I wanted to use for the wording, all the way through to the finished product. So I now proudly have my own custom-made T-shirt, which i brought along to show Chris Lynch, um, and it sports my own personal slogan, Keep
1: Discovering, which is
0: very apt, I thought, for Kiwi Tripsters.
1: Is that actually your logo thing, or did you just make that up when you were there?
0: Actually, I think I hocked it off Emirates from about 10 years ago. It used to
1: be their tagline. Okay. Just so <laughs> I'd wonder. You don't seem like a logo kind of a person. No, I'm not. Or somebody ready. to spend money on something exactly. like that. But That's anyway, but good for you. Um, But anyway, uh, let's talk about the passion for native birds. Uh, Joe loves native birds, right? Oh, absolutely. They are
0: ever-present in his studio, uh, and he paints in the most lush, photorealistic detail. Mm. He is very well known uh, for this hugely popular adult's colouring book of native birds that he puts out. Nice. He was actually recently in my neighbourhood in Christchurch painting a commissioned mural for some of his friends in their family home, which I want to go and check out, actually. So, you know, whether it's his giant murals that adorn many of our towns or smaller scale murals for purchase, his paintings, his prints, um, there's all sorts of goodies in the studio that you can purchase. Plus, he does regularly run art classes if you do want to get totally hands-on with a real pro.
1: Why not? Now, where's a good place to dine in Fielding?
0: Well, slap bang in the heart of town, right across the road from Joe's studio in Ferguson Street, the Strong Room. This is such a cool venue. Uh, Fast, fresh, fabulous food. Uh, and there's all sorts of different dining spaces, including uh, the private bank vault, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, their tapas and sharing menu is very, very good. Don't miss the popcorn chicken sliders with Ooh. brie, ranch, slaw and cranberry sauce.
1: Let's hit the road and tell us about the Manawatu scenic route, Mike. Yes, well, one of the really good things about this region is they have a whole lot of designated
0: country roads. Uh, they're sort of like touring routes that really take you deep into the soul of Manawatu, serving up awe-inspiring views across the hinterland. And the Manawatu Scenic Route is the primary touring circuit, the primary country road. So this runs from Ashurst to Weka and it showcases the beauty of the backcountry, it sort of necklaces together, a whole lot of scenic gems, rolling farmland, hidden valleys, nice. charming settlements. Mm-hmm. And at times as you drive along this road, you feel like you're waltzing with the river as the road dips in and out of the valleys. And along the way, you just look across and you can see Mount Ruapehu crowning the, the northwest horizon.
1: It's just a stunning, stunning drive. Nice. Uh, what's there to do when you get to the likes of Ashurst? Two tips in Ashurst. Uh, First of all, you should go to the Herb Farm.
0: It's a local family business that have been making natural skincare products on site uh, from the herbs uh, that uh, sprawl across their gardens. And um, you can also have a bit of a graze from their cafe. Their menu is centred around local fresh, uh, free-range and organic produce incorporating fresh herbs from the gardens. Also in Ashurst, if you are a fan of Wind farms. Uh, One of the nation's most famous, Teapati Wind Farm, is just up the road from Ashurst on Saddle Road. 55 of these turbines are there. The size of these things, the height of them, is astounding. Now, you went to a specific valley you quite like as well. Yes, just north of Ashurst, um, there is this really picturesque valley, Pohangiina, and you'll be treated to an ever-changing landscape of lush green valleys, stony river terraces, which are very uh, synonymous with the Manawatu, and so many cool picnic spots like Total Reserve and Romai Reserve. If you want to actually go to the Cartwheel Creamery, you might have had their cheese at the Fielding Farmers Market. They're uh, in this valley as well, um, and they produce the
1: most exceptional cheeses combining Traditional methods with modern food practices. Nice. Where to from there? I mean, you also went, um, I was going to say carving for a second, but you've, no, you've yeah. done you've done your art stuff. You went caving. What kind of caving? I know you like going to those sort of those deep hole environments. Indeed. Well, um, there is this very cool tavern called Uppity
0: Tavern. So you probably want to stop there first, have a bit of a refresher, mm. and then take a 20-minute drive from Appetit Tavern to the Limestone Creek Reserve. And they're stunning caves. Now, these are really unique caves on private land. Um, the rock formation, the colours within the caves are sublime. You've got lush moss and fern and lichen festooning the cave walls in a blaze of hues of green. And then you've got all the gold and the silver colours of the walls from the lilac. Um, and there's a stream that courses right through the middle of these triangle shaped caves. Uh, So the water's constantly dripping through from the top. So
1: you will will want to take your raincoat. By the way, if you want to see glowworms, go there at night and they will turn on the lights. Love a good glowworm. Now, given the change in elevation as you head up the scenic route, there must be some amazing lookouts. This is one of the great highlights of these country
0: roads, Chris. And one of the best on the Manawatu scenic route is the Ruahine Dress Circle Lookout. Um, And it was actually the early settlers who were inspired by the shape of the Papa Cliffs, a very curved sort of shape that they nicknamed them the Dress Circle because it reminded them of the Dress Circle you would see in like a theatre or an opera house. Um, so, yeah, fabulous look out there. And from there, I headed over the iconic Manga Weka Bridge to reach Ourstone River Side Haven for some rafting thrills on the Rangateke River.
1: Now, speaking of that, you went to the Mangaweka Adventure uh, Company. Did you have a chance to check them out? Because they offer some amazing rides.
0: Yeah, this is where you can ride the rapids on the river. And the good thing about uh, the Mangaweka Adventure Company is you don't actually have to do any hard yards. So your guide will put in the grunt work for you. You just sit back in your raft and enjoy a bit of a scenic drift down the river Um, while um, they do the grunt work for you. But it is so spectacularly dramatic, those white pupper cliffs and those gorgeous mudstone and sandstone gorges. Uh, So, yeah, there's a variety of rafting tours to choose from. So you can get really hands-on with the oars if you want to. But, as I say, the guide can do it for you. One of the really cool things about the rafting trips is you will go to places that are hard to reach to if you aren't accessing the river, um, like the vertical rock walls of Mokai Gorge They appeared in uh, The Lord of the Rings, and also the very mystical
1: White Cliffs Boulder Gardens. I didn't even get my feet wet on this rafting trip. Surprised by that. Now, if you want to return back to Fielding, you don't have to take the same route, can You can do something different. That's right. So just south of Mangaweka, you can head back
0: to Fielding or Palmerston North on the Stormy Point route, which uh, takes its name from the Stormy Point Lookout, which, uh, once again, a bit like the Dress Circle Lookout, the views are just phenomenal. And in fact, you can see Mount, uh, Mount Taranaki and Ruapehu uh, from this lookout. And you'll also see one of the best Preserved sequences of river terraces in the world on this touring route. Now, you better tell me about Vinegar Hill. That's quite a famous hill, isn't it? A lot, a lot happens there. Oh, colourful history behind Vinegar Hill, particularly the name. First of all, the domain at Vinegar Hill, what I would say be would be my favourite Manawatu Riverside picnic spot. You can take a cooling dip in those waters of the Rangatika River, wrapped in those signature vertical papa cliffs, And those cliffs, they look like putty, as if they've been moulded by the fingers of Father Time. They're just so cool. By the way, the name, Vinegar Hill, what happened was in the early colonial times, there was a bullock cart carrying big barrels of vinegar, right? And it overturned after the wildebeest slipped on the hillside track. It was rather muddy that day. And they
1: slathered this hillside in vinegar, from the Broken Barrels, hence Vinegar Hill. Great backstory. Didn't know that, thank you. Just ahead, we head to the metropolis of the Manawatu, that's Parmesan North, for some great art and some great eats. Stay
0: tuned. Kiwi Tripsters will be right back after this break. Explore the magnificence of the mighty Manawatu, From the scenic country roads and glorious walks alongside the gorge to the market magic of fielding and the beauty of Palme's Arts Trail, Manawatū is ripe for discovery. Manawatūnz.co.nz You're with
1: Kiwi Tripters as we take some trips and sights of the Manawatu. All right, let's head and let's launch into the urban safari that is Palmerston North. Um, Let's talk about food because that interests me. Yes,
0: well, Palmerston North's downtown banquet of temptations is pretty formidable. Um, What I love about Palmerston North, they boast a true town centre, the square. And all around that square, you can just nosh yourself stupid from the vast array of eateries Uh, Particularly on Broadway Ave at the south end of uh, the square. Oh, now that's home to Brew Union, isn't it? It is. And Brew Union, I think most locals in Palmy would say it would be one of their all time favourites, this venue. They have cultivated a red hot reputation as your trendy social meeting point. And it's a very sort of industrial-themed brew pub, but they've got 21 taps of New Zealand craft beers and cider. They do awesome wood-fired pizza, house-pressed burgers, uh, lots of really cool sharing plate options. And add to that, if you're into your gin, they have got 100 gins at Brew Union. So what I did is I ordered up a Brew Union golden ale. It was so crisp with a hint of grape maybe citrus, uh, and I washed that down um, while I chomped away on a sensational buffalo prawn
1: pizza. I bet you did. Now, what about the Japanese eatery, Haru?
0: Yeah, this is just a few doors down from Brew Union, another firm local favourite to the point where reservations really are needed. Uh, It's so popular. You've got this all wooden interior, very Japanese, uh, very warm, very rustic ambience. The food, as you'd expect, it's Japanese. It's meticulously presented. Artful, really. And the dinner set is brilliantly crafted if you happen to be indecisive. Um, I plumped for their tempura platter, so you get this very generous assortment of prawns and fish and seasonable vegetables and dipping broth. It's a really
1: reasonably priced menu. The service, faultless. Good. Now, a newcomer to the food industry, or the scene, rather, in Palmerston North is Little savannah You went there, right? Absolutely. This is just absolutely going off this place, a South African fusion restaurant.
0: So they've got a real zest for fresh seafood. Uh, They've got a passion for flame-grilled meats. And because it's South African, you can expect extra generous portions (laughs) at great value, outstanding service, a fabulous setting. They've got, you've, the indoor dining space, uh, but also the alfresco courtyard, which is really cool. And what I love about uh, Little Savannah, they do build your own platters. Um, And also their combo mains are kind of cool. So I ordered up a combo of scotch fillet and calamari. I couldn't choose between seafood and meat. I had a bit of both. Um, And that was served with a garden salad and Cape Malay chili chutney, which is delicious. Nice. Now, also on Broadway is Munch. Well, I'm a real carnivore, so I didn't know what I'd make about Munch. Um, but I thought I'd give it a go.
1: Now, because be- this place is for people with food allergies, isn't it?
0: That's right. And digestive distress, Chris. You know, people with... Um, I had digestive distress just yes, before, didn't You I?
1: often have digestive distress. <laughs> yes.
0: uh, but yeah, Munch's <laughs> menu is entirely gluten-free and nut-free. They offer keto, uh, vegan, low FODMAP. And
1: vegetarian options. So you can pretend to be healthy when you go there.
0: That's right. So if you've ever thought, oh, I'd love to just try a coconut milk cappuccino and a vegan
1: banana muffin, you've come to the right place. Actually, let's not down that. Uh, My neighbour made banana loaf for me the other day. By the way, is it vegan or vegan? Vegan. It's, it's vegan. Did I you. say vegan? You said I'm vegan. I'm sorry, vegans. No. Uh, and it was absolutely wonderful. Yes. This is a banana, uh, vegan banana bread. It can taste lovely. Anyway, um, want to head to art. Uh, the centre is loaded with really cool installations. Yes. The square itself
0: uh, is dotted with all sorts of monuments and fountains and installations. Um, of course, uh, probably the biggest signature of all is that big clock tower, the Hopwood Clock Tower, Um, Then they've got that magnificent marble statue of the Rangatani chief who sold Palmerston North to the Crown in 1865. Um, Now, that statue of the chief is just one of 32 designated installations across the city centre that form the arts trail. So what you should do when you're in Palmy, go to the eye size or maybe from your hotel, grab an arts trail map, and you can just walk your way around the city centre on this dedicated trail and just feast your eyes on all sorts of amazing murals, mosaics, and sculptures. It takes about 90 minutes to do the full stroll. Did you have a favourite? I actually had a number. The ones that really stood out for me, there is this um, magnificent tribute to one of our extinct birdies, the huia called Ghost of the Huia by Paul Dibble. Um, that is absolutely dramatic, that artwork. Um, and then outside the Regent Theatre on Broadway, I love this sculpture of a very dainty dancer facing off against a tuatara. Just wacky stuff, but very cool. And um, best of all, this is probably one of the icons of Palmerston North, I reckon. Um, a piece called Numbers, And it's this whimsical piece comprised of a series of stainless steel cubes joined in a loop to which random numbers and sheet bronze have been riveted on. It's just a fabulous, fabulous piece of art.
1: Well, when it comes to art and culture, another star attraction in Palmerston North is the New Zealand Rugby Museum. Mike, you had a bit of a tiki tour. What's it like? It is a very
0: compelling shrine, and I think what I love about this museum is that it very much tells the story of how rugby has, in many respects, shaped New Zealand. Um, So this museum was the world's first museum dedicated to rugby. It was established over 40 years ago as a tribute to the founding father of rugby in New Zealand, Charles Monroe.
1: How many items does the museum hold, do you reckon? Well, they've actually stopped collecting jerseys because they just get offered so many jerseys. Um, I bet you the sponsors
0: would love that too. Oh, absolutely. Um, But they've actually got 40,000 items of rugby memorabilia in their collection. Um, And there are all sorts of treasures in here, including the very first fern worn on a rugby field, uh, a 1905 Originals jersey, Uh, the whistle from the final test of the Invincibles Tour, uh, our oldest rugby ball, and, of course, lots of famous players' boots, whether it be Don Clark or Dan Carter. I was actually intrigued to discover at the museum that the first New Zealanders to play overseas in 1884 didn't actually wear your black rugby jersey with a silver fern. It was a dark blue jersey with a hand-stitched gold fern. Um, And it was actually the New Zealand native tour, as it was called at the time, who went to Britain in 1888, who were the first players to wear the black jersey and silver firm emblem we know today. Okay, tell us about the stuffed kiwi. This is so quirky. So the Invincibles, when they headed off on their tour to the UK and France in 1924, they had the stuffed kiwi in a specially designed wooden travelling case, that they took along with them as their mascot. And the idea was the mascot would be handed over as a gift to any team in the UK or France that beat the All Blacks. But invincible, this team was. They were not to be beaten. So the Kiwi returned home with them, and its final resting place is at the museum. Another aspect, by the way, to the museum is the have-a-go area. So you can put your rugby skills to the test from pushing in a scrum in tackling, to sprinting and kicking,
1: kids love it. I have to say, I was pretty useless. Now, let's head outdoors to the new river pathway. That's hugely popular, isn't it, Mike? Oh, man, this is like an
0: open-air gym come the weekend in Palmerston North, the Hei Ara Kotahi pathway. So this was primarily developed as a commuter uh, trail, but its recreational appeal is huge. There are not many pathways in New Zealand where you can... Cruised by dairy farms, forests, par sites, a military camp, streams and a river in less than nine kilometres. But that's precisely what you can do on this pathway in Palmerston North. It's just a few minutes from the city centre and the highlight is this magnificent new bridge that spans the Manawatu River. It's nearly 200 metres long, this bridge. You can walk it, you can cycle it, and come nightfall, it's it's such a head-turner because it's been lit up with luminous spheres. Did you do this by walking or did you get out your usual track that is the e-bike? Well, actually, I went one better, Chris. I grabbed a Beam e-scooter. What's a Beam e-scooter? Well, Beam is one of the e-scooter providers in Palmerston North. Yeah, I think they're Singapore-based. Beam, um, really nice e-scooters. And I struck off on the pathway taking in the sights. I also beamed my way to Victoria Esplanade, which is such a gorgeous urban oasis in Palmerston North. You've got formal gardens and bushwalks, amazing rose gardens, and so many really cool leisure facilities, like their fantastic miniature railway. So, yeah, lots to check out in this 26-hectare park.
1: Now, is that also home to Wild based Recovery, isn't it? It is. And
0: what is so cool about Wild based Recovery, it's free to enter. It's just celebrating its third birthday at the moment. And this is sort of like a convalescent hospital ward for wildlife. So what happens is, let's suppose you've got a kaka that is found injured in the forest in Manawatū. It will be taken to Massey University's wild-based hospital. And then, after getting treatment there, it's sent to wild-based recovery um, for a bit of rehab, a bit of aftercare, Uh, before it's being released back into the wild. So when I was there a few weeks ago, they had kaka and kerudu, uh, all sorts of bird life. And you get to engage with the on-site wildlife technicians who are nursing these uh, birdies back to good health. Um, Very
1: hands-on. It's just fantastic. As I say, it's free. Nothing like something free, but what won't be free is uh, a good place to stay. Uh, where Where would you recommend? Well, because I'm so impressed with Palmerston North's town centre, the square, mm. you really do want to
0: have a ringside seat on mm. Palmy's Heart. So, bed down at Quality Suite Central Square. You just wake up to that dreamy view of the clock tower uh, out your window. It's the most centrally located accommodation in Palmy. Um, the hotel is also pet-friendly, so if you're travelling with your four-legged nice. friends, you can uh, book them in there. My studio was so cool. It was like a mini home. I had a kitchenette with a dishwasher. I had a full laundry, washing machine and dryer, in-room, free Wi-Fi, smart
1: TV, excellent air con, and it was all good to go. Oh, I'm very jealous. Now, well, that's our edition for Kiwi Tripsters uh, this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, indeed. We would love you to
0: like our Facebook page and our show notes uh, for this episode of Kiwi Tripsters are available on the website, kiwitripsters.co.nz. If you would like to check out our articles on Palmerston North and uh, tripping around Manawatu, they are available on our uh, for the love of travel website the address for that for the love of
1: travel.nz plus feel free to rate and review the kiwi tripsters on the podcast service of your choice
0: and we look forward to catching you again in a fortnight take care and that's a wrap for this
1: episode of kiwi
0: tripsters liked what you listened to